0: Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com.
1: Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey,
2: I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our cruise news and our YouTube videos at cruiseradio.net. On this show, we'll talk to listener Yvonne Velasquez about her recent sailing aboard Disney Dream. Also, we have a kind of unusual listener request. We'll get to that later in the show, though. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. What was once
0: tropical storm Sandy it's now a hurricane. It's affecting some uh, cruise ship sailings,
1: Yes. It is, and th- that's the beauty of being on a cruise ship is that uh, your hotel uh, is uh, able to move out of the way and completely avoid the, the areas of bad weather. And in this case, um, we did have some ships that uh, had to steer clear of uh, Jamaica, which was uh, just getting uh, smacked by the cur- hurricane 1, uh, the Category 1 hurricane. Uh, so uh, Tuesday, more Carnival Valor, Carnival Pride, and Allure of the Royal Allure of the Seas had to uh, adjust uh, from going to uh, those ports. Allure will have to skip Falmouth, Jamaica on Wednesday and stay at sea. But, uh, I mean, that's, that's the beauty of, of these ships, and with the weather tracking capabilities both on, on board the ships and ashore, is that they can make these uh, adjustments to ensure that the ships and the passengers remain at a safe distance.
2: So, Stuart, Norwegian getaway, open for bookings. How's it looking so far?
1: Very exciting. This is the second of two uh, of NCL's uh, new uh, ships that uh, they're now uh, taking bookings. This ship will be doing uh, seven-night Eastern Caribbean out of Miami, so... uh, Take a book; it's ready to go.
0: Silver Sea adds a ship in the Galapagos. Tell us more.
1: Well, what they're doing is uh, they're taking over um, essentially what originally uh, was Renaissance Three when it was built in 1990. It's a hundred-passenger ship that uh, is currently uh, sailing as the Galapagos Explorer Two, and uh, they're going to move this. Uh, it's about a four-thousand-ton ship uh, into the uh, Silver Sea fleet uh, after a major. Uh, renovation and uh, in September of two thousand thirteen, uh, you know she'll be, you know sailing uh, in the Galapagos Islands as probably the nicest ship sailing in the market. Hmm. So uh, it'll be another. It'll be their second um, expedition ship because uh, they do have uh, another ship that does. Uh, you know, go, it's, it's like an icebreaker um, and uh, goes into uh, you know, down into Antarctica. So it's very exciting stuff. Looks like Carnival
2: Spirit is officially in Australia now. Are they going to be there year round?
1: Marvel Spirit is is following the wave of uh, cruise ships from uh, North American companies that uh, are making their home down under. So it's very it's very exciting. It's an exploding, um, no pun intended, yeah. uh, market for uh, cruise passengers with interest. But uh, Australia itself is a dynamo as far right now as far as sourcing cruise passengers. So it's it's very popular uh, for people in that region as well as Europe for people that want to be able to see Australia. And, you know, do, you know, combine it with, with a cruise because of the distance and, and how much more you'll be able to see. that It really complements the land tour.
0: Very good. Uh, looking at uh, record bookings for American cruise lines?
1: Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you add a uh, brand-new ship. Uh, you know, the, this is the you know, American cruise line added uh, Queen of the Mississippi um, on, uh, in August uh, of this year. Uh, she's uh, you know, the first brand-new ship uh, doing the riverboats up and down the mighty Mississippi River. So uh, the demand for that and many of their other ships uh, in different parts of the U.S. Um, have proven quite popular. So, of course, they're going to have record sales.
2: And Stuart, this isn't a real big one, but Holland America has a new dining option on the Rotterdam. And you might have to help Doug with the pronunciation of this: the taste of délibéré. Awesome.
1: You you really did that very well. Do that again.
2: Taste
0: of délibéré.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And no idea what I'm saying. Restaurant that's. Uh, owned by uh, a Michelin three-star chef, uh, Johnny Boer, and, uh, in the Netherlands, which is uh, where Holland America hails from. And uh, so one night uh, on each cruise, uh, they're going to have a, uh, uh, their, their pinnacle grill turned into um, the taste of
0: Deliberger.
1: So for $69 uh, per person, uh, which includes the wine pairing, it's very important to understand that, because a lot of times when you go to these um, specialty restaurants, the wine pairings are additional and can actually cost more than the meal. So, for $69, including the wine, uh, once during uh, each cruise on Holland America's Rotterdam in the Pinnacle Grill, they're going to have uh, Johnny Boer's um, Dining Experience, um, which is a very popular restaurant in the Netherlands uh, for, for people to be able to enjoy. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they do. I think it'll be very successful. And it will be interesting to see if they do move that uh, experience onto their other ships.
0: Sounds yum Yes. As always, thank you so much. Hey,
1: it is a pleasure. This is Cruise Radio. For over
0: 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying.
3: I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now
0: tripinsurance.com
1: if you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio.
0: Listener Yvonne Velasquez joins us now to talk about a recent sailing aboard Disney Dream. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Yvonne.
3: Well, thank you for having me, Matt.
0: This was a three-night sailing out of Port Canaveral, and you took your uh, husband and how many? You got like twenty kids running around.
3: There's actually only four. Okay, so you, you were close, though. So, yeah. <laughs> At the time, they were uh, nine, eight. Five and three.
0: Was this your first time on a Disney ship?
3: Yes, it was. And I would never do another cruise with kids other than Disney.
0: Yeah, they do it right. They know what they're doing.
3: They absolutely do. They always do.
0: Well, first tell us about embarkation. How was that whole process?
3: Easy breezy. Got on. Everything was totally organized. I don't even think we waited in one line. If we waited for 60 seconds, it was just until you know someone invited us up to the counter but everything was really easy What
0: time did you arrive at the port?
3: We got there about noon.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh so I guess that's considered fairly early but lots of people were there already and everything went pretty smoothly.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So you you get on board and um you probably couldn't get to your cabins right away there right?
3: Right. No, we we had our carry-on bags and we just went up to the Lido deck and uh Actually, we just started exploring the ship. There was so much for the kids to see on the very, very top deck. They had mini golf and basketball courts and um, all kinds of stuff, and the characters were walking around. So there was lots to see before even getting to the Lido deck.
0: Were you in a balcony cabin?
3: No. Okay. No, we were in the interior rooms. We did go, well, we did go what we would call Disney cheap because uh, it, it was a little pricey for four days, but... I think it was worth every penny.
0: The bathrooms inside the uh, cabins there were they were they decent sized? Was there enough room for a couple people to kind of get ready in? Or
3: absolutely, it was much different than any other cruise I've ever been on. They actually had a tub. Wow. Yes, they have a tub with the shower in it, as opposed to just that usual, you know stall with the water running all over the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, and that's definitely also catering to kids, especially if you have little ones you normally sit them down in a tub and bathe them which is hard to do on any um, other cruise line. so and it's very big and actually the vanity area to uh, you know get ready, brush your teeth or whatever you have to do is separate from the bathroom area.
0: It seems like most people don't spend much time in the cabins. It's just a place to sleep and get ready to go out. Are the Disney cabins different to where they, they provide s- some fun stuff to do while you're in the cabin?
3: Yeah, I thought that, that was unique as well to Disney. Um, even though we had an interior room with no balcony or windows, they had this enormous porthole in each of the rooms, and it would show the picture of where we were docked. Oh,
1: wow. Um,
3: yeah, and then if we were at sea, it would also – it basically was a camera – I guess that was uh, fed back to the interior staterooms that showed exactly what was going on outside. Very nice. So you didn't feel so, you know, claustrophobic. A
0: virtual porthole.
3: Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what it was. And that was really neat because when you got to port, you could actually look in your porthole. And you could turn that thing off, by the way. You could, cool. There was a switch where you could turn it off. You wanted to go to sleep. But when you turned it on, you could see exactly where we were, um, and, you know, any time on the, on the cruise which was kind of nice. And also, I mean, the TV, obviously, um, aside from channels that adults could watch after the kids go to sleep, there is a slew of channels for the kids to keep busy. Nice Old-time Disney shows and that sort of thing.
2: One thing Disney's real good at is the food. What did you think?
3: The food was delicious. I thought it was better than any other cruise line I've been on. Um, My son, who's a chickenaholic, had his share of chicken fingers anytime he wanted and of course
1: Mm.
3: (laughs) uh self-serve ice cream all the time but what was really nice about the dining experience on disney was every night you dined in a different dining room and i think there were there were three of them we at least visited three of them um and and that didn't include the special captain's uh dining area but and each dining room had a different theme um so whether it was animation or fantasy, uh, sort of like a princess land, um, every dining room was different, and that was made for the experience, just to be very new every night. And the food was delicious.
0: Any entertainment while you're dining? Did they, did they the, the maitre d's stop and do a show like they'll, they'll do on other ships?
3: Yeah, they did all that kind of customary stuff as well. Um and I mean, the service was absolutely impeccable. Yeah. The one thing that I really loved about the Disney ship was the um the kids zone is an entire deck, mm-hmm. and the safest thing I've ever seen they actually put bracelets on the kids, bracelets on the parents, they scan the kids in and they can't escape <laughs> uh, and they <laughs> actually <laughs> and they actually give the kids phones. So if for some reason they're in the kids' zone and they want to call us, um, they can actually just call us directly. Nice. Which was really convenient. And there was so much to do. I walked in one time and they were in the middle of a science experiment. Huh. Um, there was a, you know, a dance floor that lit up every time they would dance on it. There were computer stations. There were dress up stations. There were, you know, things for every age. And, of course, they had Stuff for the older kids as well. Um, But you just felt really safe leaving them there. And then there was stuff for the entire family to do. Every night they would, uh, on the pool deck, they would close the pool. A deck, a wooden deck would go over it. They'd show a movie, of course a Disney movie, Pirates or uh, Nemo or whatever, and they would do a show in conjunction with the movie. And uh, usually after the movie ended, they have a DJ and you can hang out and dance there or you could just fall asleep on the lounge chair watching everybody have a good time so in terms of stuff to do that was endless you never felt like you were sometimes you're on a ship and you feel like you're going you know floor to floor and i'm like i've been here already i've been here all you, there was always something new to, to do on that ship
0: yeah it's like you're constantly being uh, entertained you're constantly always. being bombarded with entertainment what about some of the the, the shows and the entertainment in the theaters
3: um, those were great. We saw some fun comedy shows, karaoke. But the other thing they have on the Disney Dream is a movie theater. Actually, I think there were two movie theaters. Oh. Um, so you could also sense. do that as well. You could actually pick a movie time, and it, and it is a full-size theater, which was pretty amazing to me. But, yeah, all the shows were really great, and they, they had some adult shows at, at night as well. Um and they also had uh, pool areas designated just for adults, which was kind of nice. Pools and certain bars only adults can go to.
0: Now, i got to know, did you ride the famous uh, aqueduct water slide? Yes, How I was that?
3: Did, I did it once. Now, if I had to complain about one thing, which yeah. I wouldn't, obviously that's that's a great attraction because the tube goes on the outside of the ship. So you get this kind of crazy view as you're going <laughs> down the slide. Uh, but the lines were really long, yeah. so it could sometimes take you, you know, up to 45 minutes. Not unlike a Disney park. Right. <laughs> so, but the kids didn't care. They'd go on it, and there were great times to go on it where you didn't have to wait. Um, usually the early dinner, lots of parents apparently like to eat early with their kids. Um, so the early dinner time, which, what, what is that, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock? Yeah. You could get on the slide pretty quickly, or even late at night.
0: So an hour wait for a 30 second ride yeah I can ima- it's, well, I mean and I'm not exaggerating that's probably about a 30 second ride is that right is that right
3: that's about right yeah 30 45 seconds max by yeah. the time you get down the whole thing you know if, if you don't go too fast you could really stretch it
0: and it's a clear uh, transparent bottoms or a tube I should say so you can you, like you said you're yeah. going over the outside of the edge of the ship and you're looking down a, a few hundred feet to the water
3: yep you're looking down into the ocean, and then when you go over the lido deck which, Lido deck, which it does wrap around, you can sort of wave to all your friends <laughs> down yep. below.
2: that's
0: cool,
3: which is really cool it's the kids loved it, and they by the way did not mind waiting at all.
2: One cool thing about Disney Cruise lines is they have their own little private castaway key and island in the Bahamas um the ship can actually dock there where you don't have to tender. How was that
3: uh castaway k I thought was beautiful crystal clear waters um as as is all the water down there but it was beautifully beautifully kept everything you needed was right on the beach all kinds of sports for you to check out whether you scuba dive uh, jet ski they had parasailing they also had some uh, big water slides there on the island as well and a great big barbecue which was really nice
0: you were there for about what eight hours or so
3: uh, yeah, we were there all day, and and they also had some nice shops. Like, a, it almost looked like a mini straw market. Huh. Um, so you kind of can go in and out of the shops as well. Um, it was really nicely kept, and that was a lot of fun.
0: How was disembarkation?
3: That went pretty smoothly too. I felt like we were off the ship, and and you know, a matter of minutes, they started calling by deck. And I mean, we left everything outside the night before. Just ne- uh, kept what we needed. And we were off the ship in, I would say, within a half hour, 45 minutes.
0: Do you have any advice or tips for any families who are considering Disney uh, as their choice for a cruise?
3: Well, I thought that this was an interesting uh, thing that I learned. Um, Disney allows you to bring a bottle of wine per day, oh. mm-hmm. which is unusual for any ship. They usually don't let you. Uh, and they're, they're fine with it as long as you don't go overboard. And so if, uh, if you're looking to save a little because you are spending a little bit more on the cruise, um, sure. you can do that. And um, I, I would just say to get the kids, if you're going with kids, get the kids warmed up to the, uh, the kid zone early. So that way when you first drop them off, it's not all new to them. So that was, um, that was good. And take advantage of that Lido deck with the uh, movies under the stars and the dance party and the shows that they put on right after the movies, because that's a, a whole lot of fun. One other thing I was going to tell you about the cabins. My friend who came with us did have a, a, a cabin with, with um, portholes looking out uh, over the ocean. And these portholes were so humongous, the kids could actually sit and sleep in them. Huh. Yeah, wow. so if you can spend a little bit more, I would get one of the outside rooms where you can at least get the porthole. If you can't get a deck, at least get that. Um, but overall, it's it's worth the extra that you're going to pay for it because everything you could dream of is actually on this boat.
0: I think the Disney police might uh, cite you for continually referring to it as a boat.
3: Oh, shit. The- the, yes. That's
0: right. They're, they're very particular about that.
3: Yes, I would imagine. See, I'm not an expert on, uh, well, talking about cruises anyway. I'm certainly an expert on going on them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course you are. Yvonne Velasquez, thank you so much for being with us on Cruise Radio. really appreciate it.
3: It was fun. Thank you.
0: All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we have an app. Take Cruise Radio with you wherever you
2: go. Simply search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. Mike and Kristen sent in a listener email, Matt. Yeah. You saw it. Yeah, about wanting to know what it's like on the FM side of things. Yeah, because
0: we do a little local FM radio show. Yeah, a little country station. A little bit different. So in answer to your question, Mike and Linda, here's a little taste. Jacksonville's new number one for country, 99.9 Gator Country. Rain is, in fact, a good thing from Luke Bryan. Hello, I am Matt Basford. Doug Parker standing by with traffic, and uh, it's always a pleasure when Kreger stumbles in here. His wet medication wears off. He knows not where he is, but it's nice to have you here. What is it now? There was some late-breaking news here that Doug has for us.
2: Yeah, a uh, a fake leg washed up on the shores of Jacksonville Beach. It says here, uh, according to firstcoastnews.com, a metal and prosthetic leg is still sitting in the property room of the Jacksonville Beach Police Department waiting to be claimed. It washed up earlier today. Such a refreshing change from the hypodermic needles and prophylactics, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Can, do they, whoever claims it, do they have to describe the leg? I don't know, but it won't be uh, too hard. There's a big picture of Willie Nelson on the leg. Seriously. Wait.
0: Why am why am I not surprised?
2: We need we need CSI uh, yeah, CS, Jacksonville. CS, CSI
0: Jacksonville on the case? <laughs> Give us a you, your best uh David Cruz there there, at, uh Krager. Sure, are you got are, are we ready to go? I there? think we're ready to go. Well, Matt, perhaps that boat ride cost someone
1: an arm and a leg.
0: Alright. I don't think swim season will be the same for Heather Mills.
2: No? Uh, I, Anybody else? Um, Something about ihop <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> How about
1: How about this? <laughs> well, Matt, at least this investigation has a leg to stand on.) Whoa. <laughs> Gator Country is. All oh, the
2: hilarity never ceases. It never does. Uh, don't forget our cruise news updates on our website, cruiseradio.net. Get in to uh, not win, but sign up for those daily email uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm on the radio. Uh, <laughs> oh, coming up. Yeah, get in for those daily email updates at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.